You're listening to Wild and Holy Radio. Honest conversations, love notes, and strategies to grow a business while building a life grounded in deep integrity. I'm Megan Hale, integrity expert, bringing mindset and energetic wisdom to help you show up braver, go all in, and expand into your fullest expression. Let's do this. Hi, friends, and welcome back to Wild and Holy Radio, the place to be for mindset and energetic wisdom to grow a business while building a life grounded in deep integrity. I am your host, Megan Hale, and if you are new here, welcome. We have been having such an amazing money series so far this season, but we're going to be taking a bit of a detour today to dive into the concept of integrity. After all, this podcast and my work are both rooted in embodying this value, so I figured it was high time to tease this apart for a bit. So you're in for a treat, but before we dive into today's episode, I just need to pause and thank you all for all the feedback that you guys sent me last week on the five love languages of money. As a content creator, it is always such a great feeling knowing that the tools and ideas that you're putting out in the world are really valuable and helpful and transformative for you. But what's even better is when your concepts, ideas, and tools that you're putting out in the world are being asked to be turned into something more, like a live course, a program, or a book. So a special shout out to Britt from marketingpersonalities.com for the amazing Instagram DM last week because you really affirmed this concept of a course that I've been sitting with since last October. I knew that I wanted to put a money course together because there have been so many layers that I have moved through to really radically shift the way that I relate to money, the way I feel about money, the way I welcome it into my life. And I know that I have so much great stuff to put out there to help others do the same. So with that, you guys, if you're on my email list, you know that a money love course is on its way. And I am so excited to bring this to you. But also, as I was going to sleep last night, I was like, you know what would be really fun is to actually do a free five-day money challenge that brings together some of the most powerful activities that have really started to lay that foundation for shifting into something new with money. So that is on its way to you guys. But For those of you who already know you want a more in-depth application of some of the concepts I've been bringing to the podcast with the added accountability of a community, plus live coaching from me as you shift into more love around money, definitely start putting some money aside for the money love course that is coming. It's gonna be under 450 bucks and I'll be offering a two-part payment plan too, okay? So launch date to be decided. And I am so excited about this, guys. In fact, I would actually be all over launching the challenge like this week, but I'm actually heading up to Kelowna, British Columbia next week to go hang out with Chantel Adams and Jackie McDonald and some new friends for Chantel Center Stage Live program, where I'm gonna be delivering a signature talk, get a demo reel filmed, like have five photo shoots done. It's going to be a really big week. So for the time being, my energy is preparing for that, practicing my speech, honing this craft, all of the things. But when I return and get settled back into the office, 
I want you to know that I'm hearing the feedback you're giving and creating the support you're wanting. And the Money Love course is going to be coming your way super soon, as well as a five-day challenge. So stay tuned. You guys, it is so incredibly healing to have a loving relationship with money, and I cannot wait to help you create that. Plus, the way that we're going to be approaching all of this is going to be full of tools for all the other relationships in your life too, which is like a win, win, win. Okay. So get excited. I'm excited now into today's episode. So whenever I have similar conversations with several people all in the span of a couple of weeks, I start to get curious, like, why is this topic topic coming up repeatedly, right? Like what else needs to be explored here? What gems can I pull out to really help other people? And today's topic is no different. So I want to start by first saying integrity is something that gets talked about a lot, okay? If you were to read any type of organization's mission statement, I bet integrity would be a part of it, or at least something similar to that, okay? And integrity sounds great. Like, it's something that I think a lot of us aspire to, but what we're really being asked to do when it comes to integrity is practice discernment, practice mindfulness, and practice discretion, right? Which all involve vulnerability, okay? Now, integrity in action (laughs) sometimes doesn't always feel super great in the moment. And so I wanted to tease that apart in this episode, like all the things that are really going on when we're actually embodying more integrity for ourselves. So I am assuming if you listen to this podcast, you are someone who doesn't just want to live true to who you are and express yourself fully in the world. You really want to take that one level deeper, like your very ability to love who you're becoming rises and falls with how deeply you're walking in integrity, right? So I want to start by first breaking down this word for a second because I think it gets easily misconstrued. So integrity actually comes from the Latin word integer, meaning whole or complete. But if you were to look up the definition of integrity in Webster's, the meaning actually changes a bit. Here, integrity is described as the quality of being honest or free from untruthfulness and having strong moral principles, okay? So I wanna combine these two concepts because for me, integrity is the quality of living one with your truth, but also allowing all of your many truths to be one within you. And I think this last part is especially important, a piece we're going to get into in today's episode. But before we go there, I want to mention that we will always be awakening to new truths within us, okay? Which means if integrity is something that's important to you, your work around this value will never be done. There is always more integrity to deepen into because you will always be in the process of awakening to new truths, right? And having to allow those truths to change you, to shift you, right? So integrity then is not a quality that we arrive to, but rather something we continue to choose moment to 
moment. All right. So now that we have a good working definition, another piece I want to add here is that integrity, although it's something that's talked about a lot, is something admirable to work towards, when we actually get into the work of it, we're quick to find out that the embodiment of this quality tends to be far from easy because awakening to new truths does not always feel good. Am I right? Like how many times in your life have you awakened to something you had previously not seen and you knew in that moment that things had to change moving forward? And sometimes this drastically altered your path, right? Like maybe you could not walk down the aisle to marry the person you were planning to, right? Maybe you could not walk into that office one more time. Maybe you could no longer ignore your privilege after seeing white supremacy and systemic racism every damn where, right? And just as a side note, the discomfort that white people experience waking up to their privilege fails in comparison to the hurt, harm, and death that are caused to every other person who does not benefit from those systems, okay? Now, this is not to say that all awakenings come with discomfort, all right? There are plenty of times when awakenings create immense joy and ease, like realizing money can feel loving, kind, and supportive, right? Or when we realize someone has loved us deeply, even if we weren't able to see it at the time, like I talked about in our episode last week, right? These joyful awakenings, though, often bring with them like a unique type of sorrow that we lived in so much struggle for so long when technically we could have experienced something different, right? But I want to offer, would we have our same wisdom, though, if we had not gone through the struggle, right? All of it counts, you guys. All of it. So awakenings, friends, are turning points. They are opportunities to practice deeper integrity. And in today's episode, we're going to be exploring the three pillars that help us get there. As we explore the IIA of integrity, which stands for intuition, integration, and action. You ready? Here we go. So I want to start with intuition because choosing integrity requires us to listen to our inner voice and our inner knowing, which seems simple enough, right? I mean, (laughs) I don't know about you, but when I was born, I got my guidebook on how to access my truth, discern it, learn to trust it, and let it guide my life no matter the cost, no matter how many people didn't understand me, didn't approve of my decisions, didn't agree with me, or flat out thought I had lost my damn mind because, spoiler alert, your truth often doesn't make any good logical sense to other people, and sometimes not even to you until after the fact of following it, right? And sometimes way after the fact of following it, for that matter. So I'm assuming that you probably received the same guidebook, right? (laughs) 
which no, none of us did, which means that likely we are all sitting in the same boat of doing the very deep work of building more mastery in accessing our truth, discerning it, trusting it, and letting it guide our lives, right? Right. So when it comes to intuition, what we're really talking about here are two different components. The first is your inner voice. And your inner voice is connected to your deepest desires and your core values, okay? The second component to your intuition is your inner knowing, which is your unique way of receiving information for the next right step to take that brings you closer to your deepest desires and more deeply embodying your core values, okay? So let me spin it from this angle. If your inner voice tells you what you want, why you want it, and who you need to be to get there, your inner knowing tells you how to get there and when to act, right? It has privy to the timing of things, all right? So your inner voice and inner knowing, these are the two components of intuition. All of them together, inform us of the what, why, who, how, and when, okay? Without a connection to our intuition, we will look for the answers to these profound and integral questions, the ones of what do we want? Why do we want it? Who do we need to be to get there? How do we get there? When do we act to get there, right? These are very integral questions around who we are being and why. So we cannot be in integrity if we're anchored outside of ourselves because nobody else has the answers to these questions except for us, right? That's how intuition works. And that's how integrity works. We're always seeking our wisdom first, okay? So that's part one. The next component to integrity is integration. And this one one is so big, so big, you guys. Integration for me is a willingness to sit and reflect on our lived experiences and mind them for what they're here to teach us, okay? So if you tuned into Alchemizing Fear and Faith into Bravery, you'll remember that I told the story of hearing my inner voice for the first time when I was 15, right? And in the middle of a bathroom floor moment, this part of me said that I was going to be okay. I didn't know how and I didn't know when Even though I asked her those questions, I needed to know those answers, right? But I was not totally receiving her message, okay? Her wisdom was not saying that I would be okay someplace in the future, although that idea has offered comfort in a million ways and a million hard situations over the course of my life, and it still does, right? But rather, what she was saying was that I was going to be okay in that moment. That I could feel deep pain and uncertainty and still be okay. That I could trust myself here. I could hold myself in it and I wouldn't drown. So let's talk about the importance of this for a second because if there's anything people overlook the most about integrity, It's this. Integrity involves a willingness to stay present to your pain, to not run 
to not numb, but to sit still long enough and learn what it's here to teach you. Okay? Now, the first step to this is to simply observe. What is happening right now to cause you pain? What is being triggered right now that is creating shame? What hurts? What are you making this particular situation mean about you, right? Because the answers to these questions have immense opportunity to offer us wisdom. Pain, shame, and hurt ask us to get curious about what we're telling ourselves about a situation, right? And if we don't do our due diligence to stay present long enough, we aren't able to see our own limitations, our own perspectives here, our own mindset blocks, and we can't heal, shift, or change what we can't see. And we can't see what we don't allow ourselves to know. And I think one of the quickest ways to know something is to let yourself feel it, okay? So to integrate our life experiences means to take them in and make them a part of who we are. Okay, it means seeing the good and the bad of a situation and letting it all be true. Integration is the process of combining one thing with another to make whole. And for us on a human level, that often means combining our truth with the truth of the world and letting them both exist. So what does that look like in action? So for me, integration is the process of observing your thoughts and feelings toward a situation, letting yourself experience them, and intentionally choosing to lean into your values while you're inside of them. It's choosing how you want to hold yourself in a situation and who you want to become on the other side of it, okay? How do you want your life experiences to shape you? Who do you want to be because of them, okay? This is integration in action. But there's also a different type of integration that is just as important, okay? When it comes to leading, living, and loving from a place of integrity, there's also the process of integrating your past life experiences And instead of making parts of you wrong or bad, you forgive them and give them a space to belong within you, okay? And in so doing, you recognize that you can be both a loving and deserving person and still have tried to go about getting your needs met in sometimes unhealthy ways, okay? So, What I'm really talking about here is integrating your sense of self. And this process in particular will always involve self-forgiveness and usually the forgiveness of other people. But in so doing, what you are achieving is you are healing the things that continue to trigger you, right? And 
This is how we release ourselves from patterns and limitations that prevent us from being who we want to be. Okay, I think one of the most powerful things that comes from this work is the permission to be both and. Your personal work of becoming whole is integral to embodying integrity. Okay, Being in integrity with your values in the present moment is one thing and so incredibly admirable. Bringing your past versions of yourself into integrity with your current self opens up a whole new level of possibility for who you allow yourself to become, okay? It's, it's life-changing. So if you're wondering how to do this work, find a therapist. Do some inner child work, okay? Remember, integration is about staying present to your thoughts and feelings, and that not only speaks to the thoughts and feelings you're currently having and choosing intentionally who you want to be inside of them, but also being present to the parts of you that still ache and choosing to offer those parts the love and attention they need to become more whole. So good, right? Like, did y'all know that we were going into this whole different healing level today? Okay, here's the thing. I can always tell when people have done this level of work, okay? Because there's a different level of confidence they exude in how they carry themselves. There's a different level of embodiment of how they hold themselves in their life, how they hold themselves in hard moments. Because here's the most powerful, potent result of doing integration work, okay? There is no place within you that you fear because you have taken the time to be present with all of it. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's a whole nother level of confidence. Okay. (laughs) So if you want soul level conviction like this, you have to do the work. There is not a more potent form of resiliency or enoughness than those that rise from doing this work. Okay. So step one. Listen to your inner voice and trust your inner knowing. This is all about honoring your intuition and seeking its wisdom first. Step two, stay in the room for yourself when shit gets hard. When things do not feel good, sit with it. Observe it. Learn from it. What is happening? Observe yourself in this situation and intentionally choose who you want to be, how you want to hold yourself in it, okay? Step three is rising through aligned action, which is where we're going next, okay? So intuition, integration, action. I, I, A, friends. Okay, let's keep going. So this is my personal perspective. I believe that if you can do the hard work of listening and trusting your intuition and do the vulnerable work of integration, this last step of action becomes fairly easy. Okay, it's simply moving what's in your heart to live outside your body. You already know what you need to do and who you want to be. You've already let your life experiences shape you, unravel you, and put you back together again and become more whole in the process. Okay, the last piece to all of this 
is simply embodying it, right? And now that I'm saying this out loud, I feel like (laughs) we've just tackled the expansion series on season one of the podcast from like a totally different angle, which by the way, if you haven't tuned into that three-part series, go listen because I walk you through the process of paradigm shifts, shifting your TFDs, your thoughts, feelings, and what you do and embodiment, which is that process of becoming someone new, right? Which all of this, like that totally makes sense because integrity is an expansion, but more so I think it's a deepening. So it's interesting. We're struggling back to this again, but I really love that we are. So action friends, nothing brings you into integrity faster than doing something different, right? I mean, intentions are great, but intentions are meaningless if there isn't also corresponding actions behind them, okay? Here are some questions to ask yourself (laughs) to know the next right step to take. Where can you be being better, okay? What agreements do you need to make with yourself about what you're going to do in response to certain situations. What actions would make you feel proud of who you're being and becoming? Here's the thing about taking action rooted in integrity. I want you to think about structural integrity for a moment and what that really means, okay? Thinking about, think about like a building structural integrity. Because from this standpoint, it really means that a structure can withhold a lot and still maintain its form, right? It can still maintain its strength. It can undergo a lot of process and still not break, right? So there's there's some resiliency here to structural integrity, okay? Taking action from a place of integrity often is not easy, but it's necessary if you want to maintain your structure, all right? Because otherwise, when we act from a place that is out of integrity, we start chipping away at ourselves, okay? Now, I know it can feel like there's a lot on the line when you start honoring your inner voice that other people might not understand or agree with, okay? I know it can feel like there's a lot to lose when you start living by a different code that feels in deeper integrity for you. And I also know it can feel overwhelming and vulnerable AF to sit with your stuff and be your own compassionate witness. Trust me. (laughs) But I also know the cost of the alternative. Integrity does not care about you feeling comfortable. What it cares about is truth. And in particular, preserving truth. And in this way, practicing integrity is your quickest way to self-preservation of upholding your very strength and structure. But also to strengthening the structures outside of yourself that support your values. Because although integrity is an inside job, it's also about intentionally creating a world outside of yourself that you want to see and taking a personal responsibility 
and helping to create it. I know, right? Okay, so here's the deal. Action is what brings all of this full circle. And I know so many of us sit in this place waiting to take action when we know what we need to do but simply aren't doing it. Your work at this point is to do the healing that's necessary to give yourself more confidence to take the leap. Your work is knowing that doing something that's in deeper integrity for who you're here to be will always get you closer to what you want. And as Brene Brown says, integrity is choosing courage over comfort. It's choosing what is right over what is fun, fast, or easy. It's choosing to practice your values rather than simply professing them. So there is a lot more that we can dive into on this topic, but for now, I want to leave you with these three pillars of integrity, intuition, integration, and action. Each one is important. Each one is essential. And I hope that this episode gives you a framework to reflect on as you continue growing a business and building a life that's grounded in deep integrity. So friends, If you love this episode, I would love for you to leave us a review in your favorite podcast app because I want to feature you. I love sharing your feedback with my community, both on the podcast and in my emails. And it not just means a lot that you take the time to offer your feedback, but it's also the best way to help others find the show besides personally sharing an episode with them, which I'm also appreciative of. So until next time, friends, here's to the courage to show up braver whole heart, full self, all in, and I hope you have a deeper understanding of just what I mean by that when I say it after today's episode. We got this.